as I was writing this down, as I was thinking about it, as I was trying to figure out what I was going to say today, and even as I am right now talking into this microphone, we have a president who is more focused on insisting he didn't make a mistake, which he did, about warning one state in particular, Alabama, about Hurricane Dorian, than in his investment to the response writ large. The president is still insisting, like, seven days later, that he wasn't wrong about some minute detail. In fact, after 5 p.m. Eastern Friday, so whenever you're listening to this, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, in a statement attributable only to a NOAA spokesperson, there's no name on this thing, saying that the president was in fact right that Alabama was at one point at risk. What, what is even the point of this other than to either exasperate into exhaustion or gaslight the nation? So if you're listening to this and you will be or have been already affected by the storm, like many of my friends who have deployed to the Bahamas or the coast for news coverage or humanitarian relief, or my many more friends and family who live in those places, uh, if you're listening out there, I hope you find this conversation, the one you and I are having right now, more comfort than the president's self-obsession has been. I hope you're safe and maybe even a little bit saner for having had this moment with me. Lots of moments recently have broken through the bullshit meter with Trump. Pence, for example, staying at a Trump property in Ireland three hours away from his meetings in Dublin. Trump himself suggesting that his failing Florida Doral property would be a great spot for a future G7 meeting. Republicans in many states, that's something just announced this week, in many states refusing to hold early primary contests to see if somebody wants to challenge Trump in 2020, putting aside anyone uh, frustrating challengers. And of course, this week, for the last seven or so days, what is now Sharpie Gate, the president drawing on a map to add a chunk of Alabama to a forecast to try to pretend that he was right. These scandals are breaking through and making sense. Not because they're the worst examples of Trump's self-dealing or his inability to admit whenever he's wrong or the, the fecklessness of those around him, especially elected Republicans, whether it's the VP pretending that staying only a short flight on Air Force Two away from official meetings in Ireland was for security or convenience, to officials at Homeland Security and NOAA who tried to paper over the president's lies about Alabama and the path of Dorian, to all the state Republicans who won't give challengers a chance against Trump. So, so why are these breaking through? I'm going to argue not just because I'm lumping them together in this piece, but because they are easy to understand, unambiguously wrong, medium stakes, not so low that no one cares, not so high that nuance would be necessary, kind of the, the Goldilocks of scandal, and each, while far from extreme, they seem to be the quintessence of its respective genre. So here's what we know if we didn't already. This Republican Party is unambiguously Donald Trump's at this point. The goals that this president seems to focus the most on are the ones that seem to benefit him directly, specifically in a very business sense. 
fact, I remember a question uh, in my White House reporter days, a question I once asked Sean Spicer, future Dancing with the Stars contestant, why was the president tweeting about Ivanka's accessory line at Nordstrom, but not about terror attacks? Two events that were both happening in the news in the previous uh, 48 hours. That moment seems so quaint and distant now. But here's what I no longer know for sure. That this administration won't gin up some reason to contest any failing, including and specifically an electoral defeat by the president if it happens next November. Now, I used to believe very strongly that people who talked about that possibility were crazy to the point of self-delusion. I've had arguments with people, whether it's David Ross, who produces the live events at Local 16, or whether it's uh, many of you on Twitter or friends and family. I've said you're crazy. Now I know that the strongest self-delusion clearly comes from Trump himself. And that if his force of will can get to this many officials, a toady veep, an obsequious attorney general, named and unnamed officials at smaller but still very important government agencies just to cover for pure nonsense, well, then it will likely make some kind of appearance even on Election Day. And that scares me. I hate bringing up problems when I don't have a solution. But if you're overwhelmed... Or if you're stuck in a storm, whether it's natural or elected official emotional adjacent, please know that you're not alone. I, I hate to bring up problems without a solution, but I am going to ride this out with you. And I want us to find answers together. And that means we're still going to have a lot of conversations between now and November 2020. We're going to be having uh, some live shows next week, particularly around the next set of Democratic primary debates, because Democrats are having a primary, unlike Republicans who seem to be trying to avoid one at all costs to help President Trump save face. We're going to find these answers together. And we're going to help each other, whether it's through humor or whether it's through just trying to be a sane voice against the, the screaming category Trump wins, an island of comfort with each other. I, I hope that is something that is true for you because it surely is for me. And in that spirit, the one thing I will continue to ask on occasion, because every day, like the president, I have tough choices to make about how I spend my time. Knowing that people are part of this conversation helps. So please make sure that you are subscribing on whatever app you prefer. If you can, please consider tossing a few bucks a month my way through patreon.com slash join slash Jared Rizzi. I will put that link up in the description of this episode. And if you can't do that, please consider sharing this episode on social media. Please consider telling friends and family about the conversation I'm trying to have with you, with them, if they'll hear it. Please leave reviews for the podcast and for the episodes that you enjoy. Or just send me a note. My Twitter DMs are wide open, and my email is right there in my Twitter bio. Send me a note letting me know that you've heard this and that you're here in the storm with me, just as I'm here in the storm with you. We're going to cling to this table like Kate and Leo. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so don't tell me how it ends. Stay safe out there, friends. <laughs>